Hi guys and welcome to another episode of Tea Talks with Guru. We get to listen to some pretty good book reviews while also learning more about one of the most famous beverages in the world, tea. I'm your host, ex-guru, and today's book is catered for our mystery lovers and crime scene enthusiasts. So, first things first, let's start off with our tea of the day, and then we can dive right into this mystery series. So today's tea is Laoshan Green Tea, also um, known as Mount Lao Green Tea. And Laoshan Green Tea improves cognition, works as a treatment for arthritis and multiple sclerosis. It prevents tooth decay and it neutralizes free radicals to stop cell degradation. And it's also hand-picked from seaside mountains, so I'm guessing that the flavor is going to be quite unique, just like the scenery. So I definitely give this to you a try. So on to today's book, which is A Good Girl's Guide to Murder by Holly Jackson. And it's part of a trilogy, if I'm not mistaken, A Good Girl's Guide to Murder series. So... This first book deals with Pippa Fitzabombi, also known as Pip. And Pip is the, our protagonist, to, along with Ravi Singh. But he's more like a secondary protagonist, and he helps her with um, this high school EPQ that she's doing, an extended project qualification. One thing you should know about Pip is that she's horribly smart. Like... She already she has already decided what college she's going to go to. I believe it was Cambridge for English. So Pip is very smart. And her EPQ for I believe extra credit um is to research this murder that occurred. Um the students were from her school uh, a couple of years ago. And she approaches Ravi to get uh, more information and to use this information in her EPQ because Ravi's brother, Salil, was the boy who was um, accused of murdering his girlfriend, Andy, and then committing suicide because he was guilty. So, very... Um, it start, the, it, honestly, the book starts off fairly innocent. Uh, it, it seems fairly... Um, you know, mild and whatnot, and then boom, murder somehow slips in. So it was very um, innovative in a way that they brought about this mystery. And it wasn't just a normal um, book per se, I guess. It didn't follow the normal format because in between the chapters, you actually have the evidence that Pip is gathering. You have a transcript um, from all her recordings, her interviews, you have her own personal notes, you have um, the text message printouts when she goes quote-unquote undercover and pretends to be somebody else to get the information. And it's all really, really well um, laid out for you. And then you have at the end the list of all her suspects and it keeps on either growing or decreasing and you really get to, you know, go inside her head and see her thought process. And it's really, really cool. So Pip approaches Ravi. At first, he is very, very hesitant to get involved with this EPQ in any form or fashion. And he comes around eventually after he apologizes for um, kind of blowing up on Pip. 
and together they go about trying to solve this murder. They're trying to prove Ravi's brother Salil's innocence. So Salil, also known as Sal, they're trying to prove his innocence and they go back to that night so many um years ago when Andy um and her proper name is Andrea, so when she was killed. And throughout this all, you get to meet these different characters. You get to meet uh, Mr. Elliot, who is a history professor at um, Pip's school. He is also the father of one of Pip's best friends, Kara. And Kara has an older sister, Naomi. Now, Naomi was friends with Sal. And you get to see this whole web of lies from that night. And it's really, really something, honestly. And... Pip, keep in mind, Pip didn't even have information to, like, the full police records and all of this. She she went about this with deduction, common sense, and a little bit of lying, literally. So I think that's, I think that's pretty cool, uh, honestly, to be able to work with the bare minimum and still attain such astounding results. So Pip, a little bit about Pip. Um, so her mom is Liana and her dad or stepfather is Victor. They also have this family dog, Barney, and, well, a spoiler for later on, Barney actually ends up as um, a victim in Pip's game because it increased, at, for, at first it was just uh, a bit of curiosity, I guess, on Pip's part. But as you go along in the book, Pip actually gets closer and closer to uncovering very harsh truths that people would think that people think would be best left, you know, best left alone. So they started threatening her, and it, it's I can't imagine how scary it could be for a high schooler because Pip is in high school, and she's balancing being very very academically um adept along with trying to solve a murder. So it's probably like a modern day Sherlock Holmes. So that was really, really something. I don't think I could do that, honestly. So bonus points for Pip. Now, at some point she realizes that she's not just solving one murder. She's actually solving two. Because she event- Pip eventually finds out that Mr. Elliot, Kara's father, he and Andy were in a relationship, um, a student-teacher relationship, which was illegal, you know, and they, um, she uncovers this, and she also uncovers that he felt guilty because Andy was threatening him that night that she disappeared, and she actually fell and hit her head, so she had a head injury, and she disappeared. He went to get the first aid kit, and when he came back that night, she disappeared, and he thought that she died, but one day he found this girl at the side of the road who looked like Andy. She resembled her quite a bit, and he imprisoned her for all those years. Uh, but he didn't use the word imprison. He thought he was doing the best thing for her, and that was to assuage his guilt over the fact that he took advantage of this girl, and then he basically um, he thought that he made her... Uh, tainted drugs and whatnot, but plot twist that wasn't Andy. He had actually um basically adopted a stranger and fit her into this mold in his mind. 
so that was honestly bittersweet um Kara Naomi uh they they feel horrible about how their um father you know did that to this person and because years ago Kara had also lost her mother and now she's losing her father Pip couldn't stand to take her sister away from her as well because Naomi was also um complacent in a hit and run accident uh years ago so she Pip couldn't stand to see her friend become uh all alone now aside from that you actually find out who really killed Andrea um aside from imprisoning a minor for years Mr. Elliot also was responsible for the death of Salil. He played on uh this he played on Sal's uh inherent trust in his teacher and he drove him out into the woods and forced him to ingest sleeping pills and then he suffocated him. And honestly that was I didn't expect that plot twist. Um I didn't expect Mr. Elliot to play a big role in the book, so that was well executed and then you find out that becca i believe um this is andrea's sister her younger sister becca is actually the one who uh indirectly killed her sister because um andrea ended up at home that night and she had a head injury she was very uh woozy or not and she ended up um having like a fit and choking on on her own vomit and Becca at that that point in time was very um she was very angry with her sister because she was informing her that she was actually assaulted at one of these parties that um she tried to frequent because her sister frequented and she wanted to you know be closer to her and be as popular as her and whatnot and Andrea didn't care she told her that that straight as um she was walking in and she ended Becca ended up watching her sister um choke on her vomit and she got rid of the body by i believe it was hiding it in a cesspool so that they actually don't find out who actually killed um Andrea until like really really close to the end of the book and then Becca attempts to uh silence Pip and drag her out but luckily her parents and Ravi and all of them find Becca before she was able to kill Pip. So, it co- Pip is really in serious danger coming closer to the end. You also meet um because not only did she come really close to dying, she had to contend with threats um in school when she was out with her friends. She I believe she also um one of the persons that she had to interview was this drug dealer because after diving into um Andy's life she finds out that Andy was a drug dealer for her school and then she also finds out that she had an affair with Mr. Elliot and then she finds out that all these um house parties that that year group um used to uh attend was actually um a hunting ground for sexual predators and she also gets to convict max who was also in that group with sally and was 
responsible for the hit and run accident that Naomi was a part of, she also discovers that he used to drug the drinks of the girls at his party. So Pippin covers a lot more than she bargained for because it essentially she just wanted to prove that Sal was innocent because she had met him at one time and he was very kind to her and she didn't think that a boy so kind could have committed a murder and she was right. So it ends off on a high note, A Good Girl's Guide to Murder, because they get to prove that Sal was innocent and Ravi and her Ravi and Pip actually end up together and they were really um Ravi was and his parents were very very thankful to Pip because they were ostracized from the village because everyone thought their son was a murderer and it was really sad. So I was really happy that they got to prove Sal's innocence. And it kinda was um indicative of how uh trustworthy I guess the information that you found from the police was and that you shouldn't really take things at face value. So it was a really good murder mystery. Um I do think though that the transcripts on how they were laid out could have been done in a better format because sometimes you pause and you're like, wow, this is a lot to read. I feel like I'm reading a research document. But other than that, if you can cope with that little bit of boredom, honestly, it is worth it. I do plan on reading the rest of the series. I'm not sure if the third book came out yet, but honestly, it was a good read. So if you want to murder um, mystery with maybe like a hint of romance that's like a big afterthought, this is a book for you. And that concludes today's episode. You can find this episode along with others on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and their cast platform. If you liked this episode and feel so obliged, give me a follow on T-Talks with Guru. And if you have books you'd like reviewed or that you'd like to review with me, send me a message at T-Talks with Guru on Instagram or you can email me. Until next time.